Welcome to another episode of the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. This is Lori Rivers with you, and today I'm going to try to give you some inspiration to help you with your aspirations and try to calm you down if you've been freaked out by the TikTok astrology community over the eclipses. That's right, eclipse season is right around the corner, and our first, which is a partial solar, starts... uh, terrifying people right about now. It happens on April 30th, and it's actually a really amazing chart. So the fact that you have a bunch of astrologers freaking people out um, to the point where I'm getting messages on TikTok, you know, every five minutes of, should I be worried? Am I going to (laughs) die? Probably not, especially if you're a Scorpio rising, and we'll talk about that today on the podcast, why Taurus and Scorpio risings um, are not that easy to take out kind of like the tanks of the zodiac so um in this episode we're looking at eclipses what they mean why you don't need to be freaked out but what you might want to keep your eye out for now i am not going to tell you what's in it for you in this episode dear listener but i did tell my patrons and uh we'll be going house by house in the live stream if you didn't know we have a live audience That's right. Patrons get to watch the recording. And so I've gone house by house on how the eclipses will impact our dear patrons. So if you want in on that, you can join the Patreon and you can watch that Patreon only content there. So should you freak out? Should you? Should you? My answer to that is no, never, why? Why would you ever want to freak out? Tell me, when has freaking out ever benefited you about anything? Okay, in an emergency situation, even if it's an emergency, freaking out does no one any good. In fact, it causes chaos and problems. Okay, so learn to train your amygdala, people. That's your fight and flight response. You can actually train that sucker. I know I have. So, no, there's never a reason to freak out. But especially with these eclipses, they do mark a great amount of change coming up, but this should be fairly visible to those paying attention. One of the big problems we have is people think, oh, no, that came out of the blue. Nothing comes out of the blue. Everything comes out of the oblivious. And what we see coming up with these eclipses are things that people have been warning about for 20 or 30 years. Okay. And one of those things is climate change. Others are economic. Okay. And it's climate change and the pandemic that showed what we were arguing about economically back in the 90s. Like why supply side economics was terrible. Why you didn't want to have a global supply chain that was vulnerable to major world events. Okay. We didn't have enough of our political shit together to have this kind of uh, corporate tra-la-la-la-la. Let's make everybody's food come from this place and this place instead of having local sources that were sustainable because you know that didn't make any profit so who should freak out with these eclipses let's talk about that first um billionaires that's who she says with joy uh yeah this really sucks if you're a billionaire this really sucks if you're part of an unthinking economic class 
And um, it's funny how they all get labeled geniuses. And yet those geniuses have pretty much boxed themselves in a corner to where they pretty much don't have any liquid assets. They're all on paper billionaires. And the sooner the common person realizes that, the better. The better. Because who has the money, honey? You have the money, honey. So um, before I get to the eclipses, I want to just point out that the Supreme Court refused to hear a court case trying to get the salt tax deduction um, ceiling raised because they capped it in 2017 to $10,000. They capped it. Now, if you buy a car or a boat or a plane or whatever, um, that, that would impact you. Okay, that would impact you. Now, again, not everybody spends thousands and thousands of dollars on something. Okay, but once in a while, you do make a major purchase as an individual. Most of the money, money, honey, is in the people's hands. Okay, so if you have big ticket items, if you moved and you bought a lot of appliances, if you moved and you, or you purchased a new vehicle, or maybe you did buy a boat, you don't have to be a rich person to buy some of these things. And yeah, planes, different story. But people, let's say families of $200,000 or less, and, and it's $200,000 a year sounds like a lot of money, but look at inflation look at the cost of goods and services. And yes, most people do make under 50,000 a year, but 200,000 a year does not make you rich in the United States anymore. And it, it hasn't for a long time. And so by capping those taxes, they're, they're making people who can't find other deductions pay more money in taxes. And what does that tell you? Put this together. Who has the money? Honey, you do. You have the money. Even if you're not making 200000 a year, okay? Um, you have more cash assets, more likely available to you than many people who are stock option or land rich, okay? Because if you don't have liquid assets, this, it, it, you have resources, yes, and you can borrow against those and things like that. But you can't just go buy stuff with cash. And they need cash circulating in the economy, right? So who has the power? You have the power. Oh, but they wish you didn't know. Oh, they wish you didn't know. But you do. You do now because I just told you you do. So we have a solar eclipse partial on April 30th in Taurus. What is Taurus rule, my little childrens? Since you call me Astro Mama, gather round. Let me tell you a story. It rules the money, honey. It rules food. It rules your security. Some luxury, but actually basic needs first. You know, Taurus does rule luxury, but at the you know, you have to build on that. It rules security and securities. And it also rules, um, it also rules, you know, um, food production. Um, it's not always glam life. It can be 
They certainly, Tauruses in a natal way, they love to be comfy and cozy. Glam, sometimes it depends on the Taurus and it depends on what's going on. But seriously, the stock market's probably in for some shocks with this one. Global supply chain is in for some shocks. Now, this is going to hit the billionaires, the shipping magnets, the the even the dot-comers. Look at what's going on with Twitter right now. That's going to be very fascinating to watch. And once again, I think Elon's a scumbag. Um, and he's manipulating the market, if anything. And it's and he's actually not going to do well pretty much next year. Next year, he's got um, some trouble coming up, which makes me happy. Um, <clears throat> these eclipses are powerful, but it's powerful on a global level, on an individual level. Um, it's it's going to be. Um, more liberating than anything else. You're going to be able to move through some blocks when it comes to understanding your security. Um, you can move through some blocks in understanding um, what, your needs. Okay, so you know it's okay to be um, comfy and cozy. It's okay to want security. It's okay to want to have a job that doesn't suck. Or suck the life out of you. Um, Taurus is not lazy energy, by the way. You just can't make Taurus do something they don't want to do. So if you were an authoritarian person and you were trying to make Taurus do something that made them uncomfy and they went, mm, I don't think so. You go, oh, they're lazy because they didn't do what I wanted them to do. <laughs> Um, I have Saturn and Taurus in the sixth house. And I, I, when I was young, just in college, they were starting this thing called an unpaid internship. And I was like, you want to get work out of me for free? Oh, no. I'll be the hardest worker on your team, but I ain't doing it for free. That does not happen. Um, you know, because I, I am a hard worker. I'll give my heart and soul into something, but I ain't doing it for free. I don't want anybody anything. Um, and I still feel that way. I'm like, mm, no, I worked really hard for everything I know and everything I can do. I built these skills. I had the discipline. I ain't doing it for free. Mm -mm. Nope. Not even to be nice. See, and y'all think I'm nice. I'm not that nice. <clears throat> so this um, eclipse is going to be a little wild if you are a billionaire or if you're Putin. <laughs> So Putin's inner circle is already like purged. And if you guys watched the video I did about Putin's chart on TikTok or you listened to the podcast episode, it's like four or five back, maybe six back now. Um, if you listen to what I said, I said he was going to lose his allies. Bum, 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 bum. There's probably going to be an attempt on his life. It's probably going to be unsuccessful. Okay, uh, because I don't think he's out till at least summer or fall, but they're taking him out at some point and it's going to be an inside job. So um, there's either some security personnel who will be able to be bribed or something, you know. Um, but Putin, Putin, the his his base starts to erode. He's starting to lose any friends he has, any committed relationships he's got. 
um, and his agreements with the people. There's going to be stuff. Those sanctions are going to keep going at him. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be pretty to watch. So that's one person. Biden also has to watch out. And again, I talked about that on the podcast where it's labeled, you know, where I talked about Biden and Putin in the uh, podcast episode. So, um, those are things, you know, we need to watch out for. Biden, it's probably health related, um, you know, given his age and what have you. I have said in private, I may have said it in public on my podcast, if he makes it through his term, um, I will be pleasantly surprised. Okay. He's just has got a lot of stress hitting his chart. It would not be fun to be president of the United States right now for anybody, um, given the global conditions, given the current economic conditions. There's a lot going on and it, it's really hitting um, quite a few of, of his planets in his chart. So um, it also the queen, um, the queen, you know, I, I was really thinking last year, but it was Prince Philip. I saw a royal family member um, transitioning last year. It was Prince Philip. Um, the queen, I don't know that she goes out in this one. It might be the full moon. I'll look um, a little bit later. I'll talk about that with patrons. Um, oh, they're telling me it's 555 Pacific time on the podcast. There we go. So looking, let's look at the eclipse chart. Okay. So, oh, while I'm pulling that up, let me explain why, <laughs> why TikTok astrologers need to like calm their tits. Um, because seriously, um, I have Scorpio risings coming to me terrified. Like, they made it sound like I'm going to die. And I'm like, okay, of all the signs that's really hard to kill, it's Scorpio rising. It doesn't mean that we don't die. <laughs> we do. Everybody's born. Everybody dies. You could tell I'm a Scorpio rising because I'm laughing in the face of death, right? It's like, ah, you've tried before, motherfucker. Um, but <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um Scorpio rising is about regeneration and and rebirth and and transformation. So the eclipses that are happening in the Taurus Scorpio axis will be about change and rebirth and there may be situations that cause you to grow. Okay? Growth isn't a bad thing. That's what we came here for, you know? And I know it's hard when you're young. I was a young person. I did the panics. I did the Oh crap, here it comes again. Please let it end. I'm so tired. I don't want to, you know, it felt like life was hitting me in the chops every five seconds. And then I learned that there was reasons for that. And I needed to learn how to grow and not keep doing the same thing and thinking the same things over and over and over. Okay. Um, you learn to grow with this and you get to birth yourself anew. Okay. And is it comfy? No, no, it's not. Sometimes, sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes it's really hard until you rent a clue and you're going to keep facing the same situation over and over and over again until you rent the clue bus and you get on the right one. And so, um, there will be 
things up on deck to pay attention to. They will not be out of the blue. They'll be out of the oblivious. You probably know what subject matter is up. Okay, you probably know what subject matter is up. And I will talk about the eclipse through the houses on the break from recording and um, for patrons. Okay, so if you're not a patron, well, become a patron and you can watch this video. Um, But in general, Scorpio risings don't have to worry. Taurus risings, you're going to be uncomfortable. Okay, just point blank. You've got Uranus going through there. This eclipse happens um, <laughs> within uh, within a couple of degrees, like three degrees of Uranus. Um, that's big change, you know. But you've been having to change it up. You know, you don't like to rock the boat. You're different than Libra. Libra just doesn't like conflict, right? You like to be comfy. And so you'll put up with nonsense, an inordinate amount of nonsense, just because you don't want to be uncomfortable. You're like, well, at least I have a bed and a roof over my head. And so you'll put up with a lot of stuff you shouldn't be putting up with until you blow your sack. Well, this is telling you, you need to be in control of your life and you need to be more authentic and and stop being a freaking people pleaser or waiting till you blow your stack because that doesn't help you at all, you know? So, you know, take it, take it, take it, take it, blow. Ferdinand the bull, right? If you're a Taurus rising, more than likely you have been referred to as Ferdinand. Okay, the bull that laid under the cork tree, smelling the flowers until he was stung by a bee. And then all hell broke loose. Well, that happens when you're not meeting your needs. And Taurus is ruled by Venus, and Venus is all about meeting our needs. Okay, about magnetizing that which makes us feel secure, bringing it to us. So if you're keeping the peace, well, if you're keeping the status quo, it's time to disrupt that. You might change your appearance. You might decide to do something different with your life. Um, People who think they know you, and that could be family members. Not everybody knows us at the core. They might know the surface level of us. People who think they know us will be shocked to go, oh my God, they went crazy. What's going on? Um, and you're like, well, I've actually been thinking about it for a while. You sh- This shouldn't be coming out of the blue for you. You're not going to make any decisions about yourself that you haven't actually thought about for a while. Okay, Taurus raisings. Um, it'll just be like, no, you know, it's just time to do this thing. Yeah, so... That is that. I gotta find my. Re- oh, there they are. Looking for the reading glasses. Patrons are used to that now. As I search all over for them, they're not gonna be straight because I have my headphones on. Uh, let's see. So, um, <laughs> oh yay! Guess what the sun's doing today? It's squaring my sun. That's fun. No wonder I felt stressed out. That's just a spiffy. So we're gonna look at that eclipse chart. There's things I like about this eclipse chart, by the way. All right. So the new moon or partial solar eclipse is happening at 10 degrees. All right. And um, at the same time, we will have Venus and Jupiter conjunct at the same time. There 
are some really good things about that chart. If you are wanting to really springboard off that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, this is the time where Venus and Jupiter magnetize and magnify the magnification of bringing things to you. This is something, um, when I look at the global economy, we will see a shift in wealth distribution. Now, that could be some large company goes bankrupt. Um, it could be the stock market goes hoo-ha. It could mean um, housing markets. It could mean really big storms that hit coastal communities too. Um, it could mean uh, a whole lot of things. So as you know, I write the horoscopes and I'll have all the details in that. On an individual level, remember, your perceptions do shape your reality. And it doesn't mean bad things don't happen. It's just how we deal with them that matters. You can see the blessings instead of just the curses, okay? And so with this energy, what I'm seeing is it's an opportunity for you to dig into those intentions you set with the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction and really to say, hey, bring it in. Because not long after, Mars will follow suit, you know. So in May, we'll have Mars following suit and joining in with uh, Neptune. And then it'll cross that point where Jupiter and Venus were and, and bring home some bacon. So you need to be deliberate, though. We can't just sit on our asses and expect stuff to come in. It doesn't work that way. You've got to align up your actions, so... Work on your attitudes, people, because attitude is everything. That's what makes things work or not work. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're exactly right. Alrighty. So, um, why do people think the eclipses are bad? Because back when we were on retainer with kings, ah, kings and queens and, uh, emperors and generals and the upper echelon of society. Um, if we gave wrong information, they, they chopped our heads off, basically. Or worse, you know, there's other things. I have some past life memories. I don't know that I was an astrologer, but poo-hoo, I, yeah, you didn't want to get it wrong. Let's put it this way. Or you didn't want to give bad information. You'd be like, I got to go out of town that weekend. I think I need to go down to the sea, my lord. Um, Molly says, joy is the key. Joy is part of it. Find your joy. But you know what? I find being reasonably content gives you absolutely the most power because sometimes circumstances are hard to ignore. And so it's important to just find reasonable contentedness. We don't have to be happy all the time. But we do need to find uh, a way to shift our attention out of um, like the doldrums, okay? The doldrums are not a great place to be where we're, everything's always a problem, everything's always an emergency, or we've got shitty attitudes about things. Um, that's going to create a reality that gives us no power. It disempowers us completely. When we always hand our power over to other people, um, whether it is incorporeal, like um, people think their guides are separate from themselves. I used to think that too. Until I had a metaphysical experience that, and it was actually a memory 
of a former metaphysical experience about 20 years apart where I realized I was that messenger because I thought it was an awful cranky angel when I was 22. Well, it was a middle-aged me (laughs) who is terribly cranky sometimes saying, get up, you've got work to do, which is totally in the tone of voice I so use, which is really funny. Um, I was wanting to give up because life hurt very badly. And uh, I didn't take anything or do anything drastic, but I was pretty much willing myself to go away because life hurt inordinately bad. And I heard a voice from behind me saying, get up, you've got work to do. And then 20 some years later, during a uh, somatic healing experience, I realized that voice was me. Timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff. Who knows? We haven't studied enough of the quantum to realize all of these things. Was it real or was it a perception? Doesn't matter, right? Doesn't matter, does it? I'm here. So, there we go. Alrighty, I'm going to take a quick break and uh, talk to the patrons a little bit. And then we'll get back. And do a patron shout-out next. All right, we want to give some big patron shout outs. As always, I thank our newest members and my eternal gratitude goes to everyone in the Patreon because without you, there is no me and there certainly isn't this podcast. So we are thanking Audrey, Kathy, Misty, Kelly, Becky Littlefield, Kurt, Darcy, Liz, Aaron, Kathleen, Tyler, Jody, Kimberlyn, Nikki, Dina, Colette, Casey, Madison, Vanessa, Brittany, Nat, Julie, Posil, Mega the Wild, Kim, 
and Alana. Big thanks to you guys. Welcome, welcome to the Patreon. I hope you've joined the Discord. I know some of you have. I recognize some of you from your introductions. I welcome you with open arms. I look forward to your questions and your participation on the server because a group is only as good as its members and we got a hell of a great deck. Um, we've got some new stuff courtesy of Mod Jen. She is known as Mujen on the server. She put in a, a bot where you can select your big three as well as your pronouns so we can get to know each other better, which is super awesome. Um, we also have the tarot bot that we've all fired multiple times because, you know, it keeps giving us reversed major arcana with doom and gloom stuff. Don't, don't take it serious. It's just a bot. It doesn't know anything. So anyway, I'm about to fire that bot. But anyway, um, it gives me the bad cards too sometimes. So until I, I threaten it enough and then it gives me some good ones for a little while. So threaten the bot and see what happens. Um, we've got some new emojis on the server, courtesy of Casey and Jen. Um, one of them is my dog, Malcolm, which is awesome. So, uh, that, that's, I think my favorite. We also have a scary one of Shane in a Halloween costume, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah. So patrons, we've got coffee with Lori coming up this Sunday, the last Sunday of the month um april 24th i can't believe that april has flown by so fast one of the reasons is because all of the planets are direct people i know everybody's like oh no retrogrades i'm like i think we could use a few i do because time is just going zoom 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 and you wake up and then it's nighttime and then what the heck wibbly wobbly timey wimey so um speaking of discord i see that people are pulling cards. Somebody got the star. Doo, doo, doo. Um, yeah. So we've got Pluto stationing retrograde on the 29th of April. That's a biggie. And um, we can use that. We can use that. Um, we need things to slow down just a little bit. Especially since we have that eclipse coming up. Because it's a really big eclipse. So having a retrograde happen right before it gives us a little breathing room with the change. Um, then we will have, I believe, Mercury stations retrograde in May. Um, that will be interesting. It'll be right after Mercury goes into Gemini. It'll be like at six degrees Gemini and then it heads backwards. So um, I'll talk about that in May. You know, I'll get you ready like first week of May. So coming up. Don't worry about it. Don't freak out about it. Do do your car maintenance ahead of time. Okay. Make sure you're cleaning out your computer stuff. Um, you know, do do the things you need to do so you don't, you know, get caught too much by surprise. Retrogrades can be inordinately productive. Inordinately productive. If you're rush, rush, rush all the time, you're bound to make a mistake of some kind. So it's time to slow down a little bit, review, reflect, adjust, refine. Okay. Those are all things we get to do. Remember, I think I should have proved to all of you guys last summer when I told you guys, um, I told you during the summer that the retrogrades were a good thing. It was helping you prepare for fall. Some of you listened, some of you didn't. Um, 
you know, protect your tech. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, it, Mercury retrograde doesn't always impact everything technical. Now, with it in Gemini, very much so you might get weird emails or miss emails, things like that. You probably need to clean out your memory. And you do want to change your passwords. Change your passwords, change your passwords, change your passwords. Hackers are really, really busy on your phones as well as your computers. Um, there's been a lot of hacking. There will continue to be a lot of hacking um, because cyber warfare is is what's up on deck. And so you just, just don't open links if people text you things, if it's not a number you recognize and they're like, oh, hey, it's Costco. Be like, nah, -uh, um, and just delete it. Um, a lot of these are not blockable. Um, so you just want to change your passwords. You want to make sure your stuff is secure. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's see. What else are we talking about? Ah, we're going to talk about the May 15th eclipse a little bit. Because again, I think the one you need to think about right now is the solar. Okay. The, the lunar eclipse, um, let me just see where that is visible. And I'll talk about the, why I think the solar eclipse is what you need to think about first. First of all, it's what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. A lot of times people are like, but what about 2025? <laughs> like you're in 2022 now. So why don't you worry about that? Um, pay attention to what's in front of you. Be as present as possible. Enjoy the moment. Okay. Um, if you're always worried about what's coming, it's crazy making. It's crazy making. I know this intimately well because I am an astrologer. And when I was a young astrologer, of course, I was looking way out into the future and it broke my brain. Okay, just point blank. It broke my brain. I was so scared about what was coming that I had to put things down and I still won't look out too far. I'll take a glance, you know, 2035 and beyond. But I, I'm literally glancing and ducking back into my present moment because you don't have context. You don't know. You can't you can't forecast that far out. That's why Nostradamus's predictions are so kind of vague and dragony, because he could only speak from the metaphor of his time. And so all these people will claim, you know, oh, but he said this person's the Antichrist and this person. No, he didn't. There's no names mentioned. Have you studied the quatrains? I've studied the quatrains. They don't mention names. Okay, they don't. They don't. It's symbolic language. He was describing energy. He was using metaphor because that is the only thing you can do when you're looking at the future. And anybody trying to claim they know exactly what he meant is full of shit or delusional. One of the two. Notice they're usually men. So just saying. And if you're a man and you're listening to this and you've listened to me at all before, then you know I adore you as an individual. But collectively, you've really fucked women over. Mwah. So, um, I'm just on that right now, just because I'm watching our rights go down the toilet. Um, so, and women perpetuated too, and nothing pisses me off more than social programming. Just telling you, just telling you, I love y'all, but it's really making me mad that in my own lifetime, every, everything that got wine is being done. And it's like, stop. Stop it. So I tell you, I'm going to start a church just so we can legally challenge shit. I am ordained. Did you guys know that? I can marry and bury in 48 states. 48 states. 
Oh. Uh, let's see. What was I looking for? I was looking for visibility of the May eclipse. So we've got the solar eclipse coming up. It is only visible in, in Antarctica. So if you're a penguin, you're hosed. Okay, so penguins are having not a good time. Um, and it's probably climate change. We, you know, we've had an inordinate amount of Antarctic ice melt. That should be a worry. Okay, if you're going to freak out about anything, it should be climate change. And you need to be lobbying your representatives. Will they listen? Probably not. But you'll be on record. You know, they need to understand. We understand. Um, it's huge. It's important. Get a hold of your local people, all of that. So let me see. Visibility of the lunar eclipse. Oh, look, I'm, I looked it up. Uh, let's see. Is this giving me, oh, that's, I don't want to look at the May one. I want to look at I mean, the November one. We have eclipses coming up in October and November, too, but we're not going to talk about that yet. Uh, oh, phew. okay. So the May one... The May one is going to be more economic. Oh, wow. Okay. <sighs> So we'll be able to see the lunar eclipse in South America, part of North America and Central America, of course, um, parts of Africa and Southern and Western Europe. Um, this is probably also to do with climate. This is probably, I mean, oof. yeah, I'm going to see if you guys can see that here. That's the visibility I'm showing the patrons on the video live stream. I'll, I'll put this up in Patreon at some point as well. Um, when I get talking about this eclipse, this is happening at, at 25 degrees Scorpio. If you have any placements in, in Scorpio or Taurus, if this is anywhere near where it's visible for you, um, then it has a bigger impact. Okay, so globally, the solar eclipse is big on, I would say... Um, Climate change, um, water resources, and marine transportation, because I think it's going to mess with currents and weather. And then this, the lunar eclipse is a big release of energy. Um, uh, it's a, a big... Um, it's a big deal with that. Uh, I have to address a question here to a patron. Uh, staff says, oh, no, right next to my Neptune, you and me, baby. That's everybody our age. Okay, if you're born between 1968, 1970, that eclipse is hitting our Neptunes. It's not a personal planet. Don't worry about it. It's not that severe. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it can be a release of limitations, so that's something. And as we get closer to it, um, that's something that we'll do. Hey, we have a Kirsten. Kirsten's my best friend. She makes amazing chocolate. You should go to kirstensoga.com. Um, amazing chocolate, the best. So, yeah, uh, it can be a huge release. And remember, uh, lunar eclipses are uh, full moons. On steroids and full moons are always reaping what we sow. It's a harvest. So when people are like, how do I manifest with this energy? 
One, you manifest in every single day. That's what your thoughts do, right? So that's why I keep hammering people about perspective, okay? And your perceptions because they shape your reality. They've even proven this in neuroscience, guys. Okay, so it's not just woo-woo talk. This is science talk. So when we get into the woo-woo, we'll go back to the moon, okay? New moons are for planting seeds and intentions. And full moons are for the reaping of things. Now, a two-week period isn't really enough to manifest a ton, a ton. Although you can if you're really good at it. But it's really a six-month period, Okay, if you're using lunar energy. So the new moon in Scorpio that happened last year, the fruition of those intentions comes in the full moon in Scorpio with this eclipse. Um, It can be unleashing blocks if you were wanting to make career moves, if you were wanting to make money moves, if you were looking at investment moves, if you were looking to grow or regenerate, restoration, healing, all of that stuff. If you, you, this could be a blowing through those blocks and receiving the things you were hoping to put into play. Um, manifest means to shape with your hands. Mani means hands. M-A-N-I, hand in Latin. Okay. They don't teach what words mean anymore. This Venus in Gemini is like, ah, teach what the words mean. So manifest doesn't mean you take your magic wand, and I'm showing my selenite spiral wand, okay? bippity boppity freaking boo baby! Uh, no, that's not how we do it, okay? We set our intentions. We, we get clear using our mercury. We bring it into the Venus and understand our desire, okay? And then we align with Mars, and we make shit happen, that's how it works. And I am teaching a workshop. Thank you, Maria. I'm teaching a workshop on April 30th during that new moon in Taurus. Big bag alert. <laughs> but did I screw that one up? But anyway, um, I am teaching a manifestation workshop. And I'm going to be teaching what manifestation actually is and how to do it. Okay, because there's so much shitty information out there with the little just, we're going to light this candle. And then we're going to say this mantra, and then we're going to sit on our ass for two weeks and be disappointed. Yeah, that's what they're teaching out there. You know, if we wear this clothing and we get this crystal, it'll all happen. Or not, or not. It's about lining up your thoughts with your desires, with the aligned action. And everybody has a different range, okay? Now, it's amazing what you can do very fluidly, and it can look like magic if you're not paying attention. Yeah. But I'm going to teach you how to pay attention so you know it was you, and you're not giving your power away to everything else, okay? You know, because you're co-creating with the universe every single minute. And you are the universe, but you're a slice of it, okay? We're all slices of divine creation, even the assholes, okay? We're all slices of divine creation. And we all play a role, and we butt up against each other. And remember, you can be the hero in one person's story and a villain in the other, and likewise, okay? So, you know, that's why I tell people to bring their energy inside, Focus on you. Focus what you could do and manifest for yourself. So that's what's up on deck with these. So patrons, um, patrons, um, oh my God, my patrons are making me laugh at their funny comments. 
So croissants don't work. We're all part of the cosmic pizza. We are. And croissants work if you intend them to be part of your manifestation process. I made cosmic pancakes last night to help me with my creativity. It seemed to work a little bit. Um, so uh, patrons, you get your special discount for the Manifestation 101. You get your 50% off that class. If you're not a patron, just head over to the link in the in the description. Um so there we go. Um, so that's about what we've got going on on this podcast episode. Um, what else? What else was I going to talk about? Um, yeah, you, you don't need to, uh, you don't need to freak out. This, 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 uh, eclipse it is going to be crunchy for some people, but in general, the average person is probably not going to get hit as bad. We will see some interesting weather with this. Um, there's going to be more evidence of climate change. We're just going to see that continue on through, you know, the next decade or so. Um, and, and hopefully we can put enough pressure on uh, our leadership, so-called leadership, Um to make the changes we need to make and we need to make those changes inside ourselves too you know and some of that is is our mental um processes how we think and talk to ourselves how we think and talk to other people how we communicate or don't is going to play some big roles and so i've been pushing for this and hopefully i get enough done tonight um Hang on, Living by Luna. I just have a little bit more to do, and everything keeps popping up on me. Ah, Mars square Mars. Um, but the more we work on our own communication skills, and again, that's being addressed in the mystery school, learning how to train your Mercury, learning how to communicate with yourself and, and other people, learning how to collaborate in meaningful ways. It doesn't mean everybody has to always get along. In fact, just like my rules in the Discord, if you don't like somebody and you don't like what they talk about or you don't find them appropriate, mute them. You don't have to be friends with everybody. But likewise, it doesn't have to be a drama either. You know, so if you, if you don't like somebody, mute them. Yeah, it's that simple. The only people I need to be working in tandem with me in a strong collaborative sense are my moderators, <laughs> okay? Um, so as long as everybody else is basically abiding by the rules, I, that's fine. We're not always going to like people. We're just not. You know, that's just how it works. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Um, we shouldn't be cruel to one another. There's no reason for cruelty, you know? So, um, but in general... Are you going to get along with everybody? No. Some people are growth opportunities, right? So, you know, that's uh, when I was in body electronics, we also call it point holding. And we would say that the people that butt up against us are our greatest point holders. They're helping us see what we need to heal inside of us. They're actually not the problem. Um, oh, that's one last thing I can talk about. Triggers. Triggers. I get a lot of comments on TikTok about people being triggered by other people. And I have had uh, trauma-based disorders um, in my life. Now, I got to zero clinical markers, but let me tell you, I will never forget what it feels like to be triggered. Um, your triggers are yours, okay? So if you are being triggered, instead of giving the, your power away to other people and saying, that person's triggering me, you just say, I am triggered, 
And that gives you some range of motion, okay? But if you're putting your power in other people's hands by blaming them for triggering you, you know, there are certain things I don't watch. Even now, even though I have zero clinical markers, there are certain things I, I don't want to watch. Like if it's a movie or a documentary or something about a subject that I've experienced per- firsthand, um, I'm going to be like, mm, I'm going to pass on that. I, I don't need to be more aware of those things. I know about them. Thanks. Because it's unpleasant for me. So I've set a boundary for myself. Okay. If somebody else really needs to, okay, get into it for themselves, that's great. They can watch it. I'm not going to say they shouldn't make documentaries about it. I'm just going to say, you know what? That's not my cup of tea. Likewise, if somebody, if I'm scrolling through TikTok and somebody needs to talk about something and I don't want to hear it, I can scroll. I don't have to like it. I don't have to agree with them. I don't have to like it. Unless it's hate-based, you know, and calling for violence against another person. Then I'm going to intervene because that's different. That's not just an opinion. That's that's inciting harm. But in general, if somebody is talking about a traumatic experience and I don't want to hear it, I don't have to listen. Right. That simple. We have a lot more power, and there will be people that do things that irritate us, but that irritation is ours to deal with. That's what it's like to be emotionally mature and emotionally healthy. And a lot of people have arrested development because trauma happens, like in the mid, you know, especially in the middle years, you know, of development, like so from preteen into teen, when you have trauma happen there, um, it can be very arrested because you just kind of stunt. Um, and so you'll get, you know, the drama going, that drama isn't necessary. You know, it, that drama isn't necessary. What, what you can do again is pull your awareness inside and be like, Hmm, I seem to be having an issue with this. <laughs> you know, what can I do? You know, what can I do for me? What do I need to do for me? So these are all subjects that might come up over the next little while, because we're moving through, we're coming into Taurus season, which is about feeling secure. So some people's insecurities are going to be up. Okay. So we, we can't be secure till we nurture that in ourselves. And so Taurus is another nurturing sign. Okay. It's not just self-indulgence and hedonism, although that's one of the fun sides of it. Um, it's about understanding our self-worth. Okay. And so... Um, when you build safe boundaries inside yourself, then you're better able to, to meet things in the outside world. But anyway, I have horoscopes to write, or you guys are going to, you know, have my hide, but, um, you won't, I know you're so understanding that I actually like do a million things. Appreciate that. Um, I'm looking forward to when we do mod talk and we have the moderator rabbit hole. That'll be fun because I can have guests on my show. And then while they're talking and they're giving, when they give a good insight, I can do this. And when they're um, wrong, I can do this. And let's see. And when they're super awesome. Oh, that was wrong. Hey, wait, let's not push it again. (laughs) That was funny. That was for Jen. Um, and then when we're ready to go down a rabbit hole, we could do this one. Oh, maybe not. Let's try this one. Mm, that's maybe a really good right answer. 
And there's... There we go. Oops. She's gone crazy, right? I have my own soundboard. Isn't that fun? I, I love this. We'll do one more. Oh, that could be for like when we're like, oof, oof. Yeah, I like that. How fun. How fun. I love this software. So uh, we'll get together with the mods and decide when mod talk happens. Maybe we'll do it like once a month on the podcast and we'll go down astrological rabbit holes with the mods have fun talking astrology just because we have so much fun we do and you guys should enjoy that right whole new level yeah we're leveling up leveling up all right guys um thanks again for listening to the awake space podcast i'm Lori, and always um here to give you a little bit of inspiration hopefully to help you with your aspirations and just be nice to yourself okay that's that's the best advice I can give. Be gentle with yourself because you are a beautiful, precious being and you are far more loved than you could possibly imagine. <laughs>